Welcome to Elite Six Business Networking Think Tank, facilitated by your host, Danny DeHeck, the place where decision makers come together to share their experience, knowledge, and skills. Okay, well, let's get the meeting underway. Well, we're th- actually, it's 9.32. Maybe we, should, uh, maybe we should say hello first to everyone. Should we do that? Hold on, no, wait, hold on, wait a second. I'm going to click a couple more buttons and just get rid of a few extra screens. Uh, got lots of names on here. Everyone's getting busy at the moment. I had a guy who sent me a lovely request to come along to his event on LinkedIn. I said, why don't we get together and have a meeting and tell me about it? He goes, I'm a bit busy at the moment. And I said, so am I. Good luck with your event. But everyone's busy, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. If you really want people to come to your event, you don't just sort of give them a long email and imagine we could just live life like that. Actually, what I want out of my business is I just want lots of clients using my services. Why don't I just put that all in one big email and send it to everybody? And then when they're not busy, they can read it and uh, give me money. It's <laughs> brilliant, would not it? <laughs> Sounds like an ideal solution, Danny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And, and the guy doesn't remember, it was really funny, but he's an accountant, this guy, and he's been watching me on LinkedIn for a while, and I don't know if I'm a bar of soap, but I was out mountain biking with a group of um, about 15 or 20 people, we were actually walking through McCain's Island, oh no, we were biking, and there was a big group of people and we were blocking the track, and he comes past on his mountain bike and yells out, get out of the effing way. <laughs> and um, and afterwards, uh, at the coffee coffee place, I went up to him and I said, "You know, those your language was atrocious." I said, "You didn't need to talk to us like that. We're just having a good time." And then you come flying past with that. I said, "You scared a whole lot of the women. Oh well, they shouldn't be on the track." And and uh, he doesn't realise I know he's the same accountant. Yeah. Anyway. You've got to behave yourself all the time. Stick so, through yeah. the back, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah it would. It would have been quite good, wouldn't it? But yeah, rec- <laughs> Danny, recommend them to the clients you don't want. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If I got a beautiful client, yeah. that's not very nice, is it? Who said that? That's a good That'd idea. That'd be nice all the time, Danny. No. It's amazing, though. I think that's um, the thing we do have, though, isn't it? We uh, always got to watch our P's and Q's. All righty. Yeah, uh, okay, well, we have got a pretty good topic today. So um, why don't we introduce ourselves anyway? Remember, welcome along to our Think Tank podcast Zoom meeting based on the internet. Uh, today's topic is actually bringing fun into your business. So that's what we decided we'd talk about last week. So uh, why don't we introduce ourselves first? Uh, I'll start with David Clarkson. Hi, I'm David Clarkson from Dynamic Communication. We are public speaking and business presentation school trainers and also business trainers. We also are promoting ourselves these days as spokesmen for organisations that feel they can't do it themselves and they would like somebody to do their, their uh, presentations or their promotion for them. And one of the things that I think about fun is that the more we're able to smile, the more we encourage others to smile, and a smile is only a tad away from a laugh. <laughs> it's that close to it's bridging the gap. Why that smirk off your face, David? <laughs> whatever you say, whatever you okay. say Mark. <laughs> I get caught smiling, people ask me what I'm up to. Excellent. All right, Helen. Uh, I'm Helen, and I have my own photography business, Mode V Photography, plus I have my own online businesses too, two of those, and I'm a mum to two boys, and I, um, what else do I do? Look, cook me dinner? Cook Danny dinner. <laughs> 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 um, and yeah, that's me, in a nutshell, creating memories for a lifetime. I wonder where that expression, in a nutshell, came from. I don't know, maybe mm. that means wrapped up. Mm. And does a nut contain everything you need to? Mark, can you tell us about yourself? Yeah, hi, I'm Mark Scown, insurance broker um, of the last four years. Previous life was a school principal, so um, complete 180 degree change in my life and um, been huge and just 
loving the the freedoms that I have without the government bureaucracy breathing down your back of your neck. Um, but I specialise uh, in um, restructuring individuals' personal insurance um, to ensure that long-term sustainability and affordability and to get away from that exponential rising premium prices as you go into your early 50s and beyond. So I can save clients who are probably uh, age 55 and less um, potentially more than $100,000 of future premiums. So that's that's what I do. But I also um, look out for small businesses and uh, cover that risk uh, for them, particularly if they're new to business when it's more difficult to get some business cover. So I, I work in that space as well. Brilliant. And Janelle and Steph. Jolene. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I had a conversation about that and I got it wrong. It's we about two years before you can say it. We practiced yesterday. <laughs> that's all right, Danny. Don't uh, that's cool. So this is Jolene. <laughs> I'm Steph. Uh, we're from the Odd Wave. Um, we help um, small to medium-sized businesses with their e-commerce um, data problems and getting their systems working well together. And we hold new e-commerce sites, don't yeah, forget. E-commerce, right, yeah. <laughs> e good stuff, e-commerce. is keeping me alive at the moment. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Ironically, we uh, didn't, I've tried some new software where all, everything we say today, I can scribe it. And I had some brilliant software and then I found some more brilliant software, but I listened to the podcast. It took about an hour and a half to try to fix up all the spelling and match everyone's names. And what I got from listening to the podcast with a set of headphones on is we have a good time in here. <laughs> and a lot of yeah. people, it's actually quite a few laughs going on and the laughing was really yeah. hard to describe, <laughs> but, but it was great. How does it come up with the laughing? Oh, it blinks it out actually. It must oh. notice that when we're having ridiculous bits of laughter and all that sort of stuff, it waits until it can understand any of it. It was actually really good. But if you have a look at our, uh, the, blog yeah. you'll see the words aren't too bad but it didn't really work as good as the other clever software but i think it's worth persevering with what you can do is you can actually change the wording and it will change the sound of the podcast so oh, you can wow. spend 30 minutes or 60 minutes talk reading a piece of paper and it will record your voice and then when you stuff it up it will replace the rescribe and re-edit the the, uh, the audio Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought, wow, that's technology for you, isn't it? Paul Starling. Paul Starling, what do you do? I'm Paul. I'm at Cattery Computer Services in Rangura, and I help small businesses with their computer solutions, uh, primarily Office 365 and SharePoint services to get people's IT up in the cloud and secure, and also offer cybersecurity solutions to protect people's data and keep their computers safe. Mm, cool. Sean, are you, are you there? There he is. Yes. Obviously, I got a mask on because I'm on pest controller. <laughs> I'm doing pest controls and uh, also doing one-step services for property improvement, uh, working with... Um, quite a few uh, local property management companies and uh, helping them to uh, uh, give us solutions for rental properties and um, doing other national market cleaning as well, including mass testing and a decom and other stuff like uh, water restorations for flooded house, something like that. That's me. Sean from Quality Clean. Thank you very much. Sounds like you need some fun in your business, mate. You've got to make that sound more fun. I kill animals and bugs <laughs> and I get rid of them. <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, welcome along. As I said, I'm Danny Heck. I'm the facilitator of the meeting. I'm also the owner of Elite Six Business Networking. And I have a passion for technology. I love telling people how to uh, manage life when you can't read and write. I've got a reading level of a nine. Point three year old I got told, which I thought was pretty good at the time. <laughs> and that's why I can't remember people's names. I had a good conversation with Helen about that the other day. And we I said, did, I, yeah. it doesn't matter what I do. If I can't get somebody's name in my head, I, I, it doesn't matter what techniques I use. It just doesn't stick. And it's quite embarrassing sometimes, but it does not mean I do not love you all. 
<laughs> What's my name again? Uh, funny enough, I had to spell your name, and if you voice your name, Sean, it doesn't come up very good because it's like mm. Sean, your dog. Well, there's many different spellings. Of Sean, Sean the sheep. Yeah, S E A N as well. Sean the black sheep. The black mm, sheep, yeah. yeah. So, um, right, so bringing fun into your business is the theme today, and I will. I have got through life using my humor and my humor is uh, a 50, 50 win or a lose because if people don't get my humor, I'm buggered and I can often insult somebody because they think I weren't serious, but it might've been my way of trying to use my humor. And I don't know if that's fun, <laughs> but sometimes it's fun, but I just recently did a quote for a comedian and he used to be the sidekick for, um, Billy T James and, uh, who were those other, the other oh, McFarlane Gadsby? So when I did my quote for him, I thought I'm going to get into this and make it really interesting. I'm going to publish it as a blog because I thought it was quite good. You know, when he got the quote, he didn't read it. He just sent it off to the guy that was going to pay it. <laughs> and then he asked me, <laughs> and I said, oh, um, did you actually read it? Yeah, yep, yep, he said. And I said, they got no humor <laughs> out of it, obviously, because he didn't read it. Because he couldn't have, because he would have had to have a reaction. But anyway, someone in Auckland is still debating whether to pay my invoice or not. Because they may have not got <laughs> so, so that could have backfired, who knows. But what about you guys? What's your experience of trying to be more jovial or funny or bring a bit of humour or reality? Or how do you yeah. find that? Well, I'm, I'm like you, Danny. I, 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 uh, and people who know me well, and especially in the face-to-face -face things, that I, I, I like the, the, the quick quip. Um, and a good sense of humor um, uh, be self disparaging rather than picking on anybody else but uh, it has to be situ situationally appropriate of course but um, I like to think that 90% of the time I pitch it right and I, I guess by bringing some level of humor into conversations um, you can um, e ease people in um, and make them more comfortable um, particularly if you're reading their body language and you're seeing a bit of a smile uh, coming back at you. Mm. Mm. And it has to, it's really important. It has to be humour that is not getting at anyone, like you sort of said, Mark, yeah. like at the expense of anyone, you know, mm. trying to make yourself look funny and at the expense of other people because yeah. we've yeah. actually come across that a few times, not in this group, but, you know, just in everyday life. And, yeah, it's not cool. If you're going to beat up on anyone for humour, it's got to be yourself. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's been a bane in my career because it doesn't. A very, it is hard to flip a bit of humour into a bit of serious stuff, especially when you're talking money. Mm. Mm. But people don't think it's funny when they're paying your bill. <laughs> it doesn't matter what, <laughs> what humour you use. It's funny. It's very serious. Oh, you're giving oh, my money. Yeah. What's some other experiences you may have had? I had, I think I said last week, I had um, a competition on my Facebook. So it was kind of like a fun thing and people had to guess how I took a certain photo. And they didn't really win anything, but it was just a fun thing to do and get a bit of engagement on my Facebook. So that was quite a good way. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So competitions. Mm. That is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, it's interesting. I one of the things that I used to like was shaggy dog stories. And so I used to love telling them because it gave me a chance to act up a little bit. And this Danny will tell you, I like, I like playing up a little bit in that sort of way. And, uh, and so I'd have a lot of fun, but on the other hand, the guys that really impress me are these, um, the people who can do the stand up comedy and who can engage you, you know, uh, that takes a, takes a lot of, takes a lot of thinking to get it right and get the timing and everything right. Yeah. Mm. I remember there's a place in Christchurch called the green room and somebody said, does anyone want to have a go? And I said, yeah, I will. And I got up there and I, I had this joke that goes on for about five minutes. I won't tell it now. And everyone was in hysterics and laughed. They thought it was really good. And they said, you should do this again. So they half an hour later, they said, Hey, you've got another one. And I went, yeah, the second joke didn't work. 
it's funny sometimes. I had a um, a really good person to bring out with you is Danny because I had a, I've had some photo shoots where Danny's come with me and he's like the sidekick. And he tells all the jokes and makes everybody laugh so I can get some decent photos. And we had these um, young gymnasts that I, I know them, know the gymnasts, and I know most of the parents. But Danny came along, we went to Littleton and we took all these photos. And he had the parents in stitches. And it was great because I could concentrate on my job and he was entertaining all the parents. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> that, that's probably a good example, actually, because we went and did photos of Paul Brown and he's a bit nervous at the start. So then we, uh, after, you know, having them on and getting the conversation going, he was more relaxed. And then you could literally see the photos at the end of the shoot were actually yeah. starting to get him as he was. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's... Uh... We take my son to this um, social group. And whenever we go and pick up, pick him up at the end, all the kids come out and Danny always has this joke about, oh, make sure you get your right, the right child. And mm -hmm. I nervously stand there giggling away thinking, I don't think they've got you. You know, they don't understand your humour. Because no one sort of laughs and I'm like, ah. That's cool. All right, guys, what about you? We better let you guys talk. Um, yeah, so at my last company, we used to have a baby Yoda um, that used to like react every time there was movement and that was the reward the weekly reward to like people that were like just like um either performing or doing something good during the week and if one would like self-nominate so i think um maybe be self-rewarding or like reward yourselves like every now and then because it is hard running a business but like um after certain accomplishments, I mean, just running a business in itself is a big success. Mm, yeah. Actually, that's actually a really good way of looking at it. It's not necessarily something that you perform in front of your clients. What you're really saying is it's rewarding yourself with a bit of fun in your yeah. business. Yeah. What's some ways that we could give us some fun? Yeah. It's a similar one to Steph's there is the, the com company that I worked with back in the day when I was, was still working as a chartered accountant uh, was a packaging company called, it was in those days, UEB Industries, which was the second biggest packaging company in the country. And in our boardroom, we had this big ball and it had these eyes on it and this big sticky out nose and this big grin and these ears like this, you see. And it was sound sensitive and somebody would make a comment, you know, just a throwaway comment about something or other. And you'd say, Oh, what a lot of crap and go ah, ah, like this. And, the, and as soon as you did that, the ginger hair would pop up on the, on the ball. The ears would go like this. The mouth would go like this and the nose would pop out. And it used to bring the house down every time. Yeah. <laughs> When I worked at Genius Coworking, I suggested they got a bell. And every time somebody uh, had something good happen in their business, they had to ring the bell. That's really cool. I was very animated that, David. I was really impressed you should do um, public speaker training there. Wish yeah, people right, could see, <laughs> people see the, uh, the video. Yeah, the other way, um, you can also decorate your office with like, funny things like this. All right. Yeah. yeah, that's what we do. And then I work with my wife. So sometimes when I want to talk to somebody that doesn't answer back, I talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need one of those. I might have a... Is he a bobblehead? <laughs> yeah. No, he's not a bobblehead. No. He <laughs> <laughs> should be, yeah. Yeah. i got a cube that's got a D on it. Talk to the D. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> it's a green cube. Would you believe that? Because it's green. Oh, and it's like gone green. black. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like, watch this. Gone. No, it's oh, wow. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's weird. It is actually green. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Oh, hey, because it, it matches with your screen, Danny, behind. Yes. I know yeah. that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Friday afternoon drinks. That's always fun. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, pub days, yeah. Social, social engagements. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes it's so easy to get caught up in work that you don't really take time out. Well, yeah. it is hard. We've had a bit of a stressful week, and um, Alan said yesterday, let's go out and have lunch. I'm shouting and drinking 
wine and you're drinking as well and i went okay but you know sometimes some simple stuff like that's quite good oh it was nice we went yeah, to the beach is. cafe yeah. and we just chilled out and it was a nice sunny day and yeah. and we, oh. we we still sort of talked work but the funny thing was i said i'll pay for it on my my work credit card so i get my card out and the card declined because <laughs> 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 so i'd already got, gone over the limit so i had to use my personal card damn it <laughs> <laughs> Alan pays off a credit card every every week, by the way. <laughs> I, I, too much I also that. think that um, uh, if you've got staff, and uh, you know, in my past life, I had fifty staff um, setting up uh, fun afternoons where you actually are giving them time off work or, um, and rewarding them. Uh, we used to go out sometimes, play nine holes of golf or ten pin bowling or something. So it was a fun activity, but it also um, as an acknowledgement to the staff for their hard work and dedication. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that's really important and it keeps your staff engaged and motivated. I was yeah. listening, I just did my morning walk and I was listening to my book about the atomic habits and the guy that's narrating said that Google do 80% work in work time and 20% the employees are allowed to choose their own projects to work on. And they said that's why that's how Google Mail happened and Google Ads because of just people coming up with these ideas. Oh wow, that's um, interesting. Interesting. I just heard, thought of when you said that. I've forgotten again. Oh, that's right. I used to have a, a girl that used to be my PA when I used to travel around. But I did after trying to reward her and keep her interested and motivated. When I tried to do um, financial rewards, eventually it became um, taken for granted. And it was just like then, mm. or expected, and I had to keep it up, which was oh, yeah. a pain in the bum. So that yeah. was that's probably a problem with it, really. Mm. Yeah, that is a problem. Yeah, it's much better to have a barbecue or do something social in the workplace than reward with money. Yeah, and jealousy, perhaps it could be a, the other one. You mm. reward one for their hard work, and then the other one. Yeah. So there's some problems we could have then. Let's go into problems. What's problems with bringing fun into your business people don't take you seriously yeah yeah friday night drinks can become a liability they can be yes. yeah. <laughs> so who's doing drinks tonight let's go hmm. and also fans you've got to be careful like what's fun because it could be cultural differences they could be That's you know yeah. yeah 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 but oh, I, it's not family orientated. Yeah, yeah. Being, yeah, yeah. yeah, being culturally sensitive is pretty is pretty important, actually. Yeah. So yeah. So the problem actually is being culturally insensitive. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, when the culture. When I used to work in the supermarket, they used to have uh, the yearly Christmas do, and you'd see. Uh, all these 17 year old girls who've never had alcohol before or 18 year olds at the time turn up and then half an hour later, they would literally be running to the loose because they're going to throw up. Mm. And you'd think these poor, these little wee innocent checkout girls who did what butter wouldn't normally mat them, melt in their mouth. <laughs> Here they were just getting as much alcohol down themselves as they can because it was free. So that was, wow. um, wow. it was yeah, amazing. That's that's very that's very common occurrence in larger companies, especially if you've got people primarily employed in, from lower socioeconomic groups. I remember one outfit that I worked for always used to have a Christmas party, and it was the same thing. It was held in a decent restaurant. There would be a couple of hundred people going. Um, the booze would all be the booze and food would all be paid for, and for a lot of the people. Um, that was literally their own, their major social outing for the year. And man, did they, did they get into it something terrible. And in the end, he had the, um, the guy who was running it had to cut down. And so there were no spirits for people and they had to be confined to beer and uh, wine. Mm -hmm. And even so, um, my wife saying to me, the last, well, second to last one we went to, um, the ladies was in a shocking mess. Um, because, oh, wow. And it's just because oftentimes a lot of people just not used to having, mm. 
know. Well, yeah. they, they get the mentality of it's free, so we'll get as much into us as we can, and that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, I, we used to have paid for um, staff uh, things. So um, the board would pay for the meal mm. and put out a couple of wine, uh, bottles of wine per table, and that was it. And if people wanted to drink additionally, then it was on their own tab. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And that's it. I got another idea. I had an insurance guy I was telling this story to, and he's looking for ideas to keep his uh, client base stimulated. And what he said he used to do is when he got a new insurance job, he used to send a pair of socks to them uh, every month. And he said it used to cost him about 120 bucks. Uh, but every month his client that he had uh, signed up their insurance would be uh, receiving a different color pair of socks every month. Uh, that's a bit weird. I was telling him it might be a good marketing idea, and he says, that's what I do. You must have heard that from one of my friends. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I so get that, that sort of... from the company fairly frequently, and I just put them straight in the bin because the quality is crap, and I don't want to be wearing their logo on my socks. I think it's a waste of money. <laughs> good story, Paul. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I've got um, zero socks. I quite like those. I won them in a zero thing. They're the most multicolored socks ever. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what, should we only give quality gifts or is it the gesture? Should be quality. Yeah. yeah. Well, otherwise, do it. Do it right. Oh, damn. We, we had gifts for you from AliExpress. Yeah, we got, <laughs> we got cubes with D on them. <laughs> 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 mm. That's going to be a Christmas present. Well, actually, uh, no. you could always give them these Bosch headsets. <laughs> I got a bag with five gifts, including a pair of socks and some other stuff from Soft Solutions this week. And the only thing I've kept is the mouse mat. The rest yeah. just went in the bin or gave away. Oh, wow. Well, they've they've captured 20% of your attention, though, Paul. <laughs> no, I just needed a mouse mat because the other one was tatty. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, the other you're thing in I, a computer shop, I've for been, God's sakes. The other yeah. thing I've been getting recently is um, cases of beer. Oh, oh, I was quite surprised at. Yes. Well, that you can put to use, at least. Yeah. <laughs> True. With a, with a nice little card and something you can eat and drink will go a long way instead of something worst, branded that you have to wear out, which doesn't work. The worst thing I got was through the post was boxes of dates. Obviously, we're in the wrong oh. profession. Mm. <laughs> which had gone all horrible because they'd been in the post for God knows how many weeks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, another suggestion. I had Peter uh, King from Giggle TV and what he did, he decided to go around and give bars of chocolates to all his clients because they hang oh, wow. oh, upside cool. down, Dave. Uh, they, yeah, he's just going and hands a bar of chocolate because he couldn't do much with the Something happened in his industry. I've forgotten what it was. Okay, tell us about that, Dave, and you're holding up your picture of I, I got that sent to me. And oh, what, spanner folks? in the works, is it? Spanner um, in the works, that's right. It's a paperweight. So, you know, <laughs> I've, and I've kept it for years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Well, let's go to AliExpress and think of things that we could send our clients that yeah. are quality. I'm, I'm a good garlic press. Oh, and we can't find any, so that's a great idea. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're really heavy-duty garlic presses from AliExpress. Brilliant. Best thing I've brought there. <laughs> awesome. All right. Novelty gifts. That's the link, Helen. Yeah. <laughs> we can't find good ones. Yeah. Yeah, and the other thing that can cause offence is inappropriate language. Yes, mm. absolutely. Oh, I'll yeah. that then. Is that right? I'm checking the spelling. Uh, I think so. Oh, is that the Americanized spelling? That's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's two spellings. Yeah. That one? It could be C-E. Oh. It's the other way. Yeah, you can do C-E. I think S-E yeah. is the American. C-E is the correct C -E, C -E is the one. I can't wait to edit this on my editing software. This That last conversation in the last minute is going to be a real goody. Oh. I think yeah. it's C-E. No, two Fs. Two Fs. And yeah. E-N-C-E. C-E. C-E. There you go. I'm perfect now. Yeah. All right. And, and inappropriate language. Mm. Oh, and just out of something that might rain on David's ears quite well, when I were editing the software, it said, would you like me to remove the filler words? Apparently, we did 159 uh, words. 
Really? 159. That was his group. Oh. So we've got to break that record today. <laughs> See <laughs> if we can have more filler words. <laughs> Less filler words. Yeah. So yeah. what's a good te technique instead of saying ah? Pause. Yep. That's the one. Oh. And then if there was anything like a silence for more than three seconds, I could also trim that out, which is quite amazing, really. The other thing is think before you speak. Mm. Mm. Apparently that works. Mm. All right. So problems with uh, people's experiences. Uh, what's, we had some solutions with bringing humor into our business. Make sure people get us before we tell them a joke and mm. appropriate jokes. If we're going to use humor, uh, nothing worse when you mentioned something to do with politics, religion, or swearing, uh, and offend people. So we're not culturally sensitive sometimes when we, our humour may not be understanding the audience. That's cool. Uh, I can grab and copy that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think one of the big things is when you're speaking with people, um, be in the moment. Um, because oftentimes they'll say something which can you can use as as to generate some humour. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I'm just thinking of a lady who asked where her package was, and she was very. Oh, I tell you something funny story yesterday. A lady wrote to me her parcel had been delivered yesterday, so she wrote that in capital letters, mm -hmm. and then she said, and I don't think this is very professional. She wrote that in capital letters as well. So I wrote back a. <laughs> nice explanation to her and then cut and pasted into my editing tool and made the whole lot capitals and sent back the most loveliest email to her explaining that we're not a courier company and it's probably been dropped off at one of your neighbors but i thought i'd write it all in capitals and that wasn't very funny but i did enjoy it wow. i'll be honest <laughs> so that's that comes under not appropriate. Not appropriate. No, yeah, that's appropriate. probably not appropriate, yeah. but it was funny. Yeah. Bringing fun into your business. Yeah, because well. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't matter what you say; you can't win anyway. No. So I thought, oh well, no. let me enjoy this. Sorry about sending that email. Yeah. Yeah. Explanation? No. What is it? Exclamation marks. Exclamation marks. marks and, yeah. Um, question marks. We get those all the time. <laughs> Loads yeah. of them. Not just one, not three. Yeah. On <laughs> Double underline. Yeah. So that, that's probably a good topic in itself. Is using email. Often people can't listen to your humour or see your expression. So maybe email humour isn't really that good. Because the amount of people there is, you get offended by my last little bit of my emails where it says I'm compose this using voice recognition with Bluetooth enabled as a dyslexic person is my sort of signature I send to everybody. But some people write back and give me a barreling for that. And other people don't even read it. But um, it's always been an interesting thing, seeing the reaction I get from having a, a tagline that's sort of humorous and silly at the same time. Yeah. I should take it out. Yeah, you possibly could even find that um, the, the written humor is better in a, um, a sort of softer medium like texting rather than into email. Yeah, even yep. texting can be a problem though, can't it? You can't tell if someone's joking or the tone, because there's no tone of voice. So I think yep. that's the most difficult thing, isn't it? Yeah. You're not allowed to put a full stop at the end of a sentence now because the snowflakes will get upset. Must <laughs> <laughs> be an English thing. Yeah, don't get that. No, it was uh, on the news last week. Some research. Apparently, the texting generation find it um, what's upsetting because it's too forceful. Apparently, oh. a full stop. <laughs> a full stop. At the end was because that they they've grown up with texting with no grammar. Oh God. Mm. So you've got that yeah. whole generational thing that we haven't really talked about as well. And perhaps many of them are wondering why they don't have a job either. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because they all did communication studies degrees. Yeah. <laughs> First thing you can do. <laughs> Just thinking about topic there. What about with our advertising or our marketing? Is it something where you use fun or is it always a bit like some companies can you think of maybe like the telecom companies always using a bit of humor or maybe the pack and save commercials. Mm. So they, they're brilliant. They're great. Uh, yeah. 
Probably some people either hate them or love them, but I think... I, I think, think they're great, yeah. yeah they're they're really very subtle good. people yeah. too, aren't they? Mm. They're unnamed yeah. competitors. Yeah, and then Countdown <laughs> comes up. <laughs> All blurred out. <laughs> I often wonder how they get away with that advert because they never compare like with like. Uh, they, yeah. Well, I, I, I thought that they did, actually. That, no, if you read the small print at the bottom, it tells you that it was similar products, not the same products. Oh. Yeah. So you could be buying the premium brand and the same thing in the cheap brand, yeah. and they're comparing the prices, though they're the same, which obviously they aren't. Mm. Oh, yeah. Of course. So in, in South Africa, um, we had a food chain called Nando's. I see it's here in um, New Zealand as well. But the adverts, oh my gosh, they really used to take the mick out of politicians in South Africa. Oh. And some of the things they used with Nando's and advertised, um, it could be racial. Um, it was ripping off a specific politician. or And they used to get away with it. God. And people loved it. Yeah. But yeah, that's just the way South Africa was. It's a bit different here in New Zealand, if you actually yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I think adverts have changed yeah. over the years as well, because in the UK, you can see them on the internet, the Carling Black Label adverts. Oh, yeah, the Black Label ones. They yeah. took, like, they took the Gene Levi's advert and then they reshot it with the same actors and put their own spin on them, and they're brilliant. They've done a whole series yeah. though. But you don't see anything like that anymore. No, no. Because no. everything, probably because everything's become too PC. PC brigade yeah. force. Mm. Can we use humour to get us in the right frame of mind when we're not uh, having that spark in our business? Like, I love watching Rowan Atkinson or I love watching Frank. I've left, I left my slipper in the toilet. I can't get my foot out. I'm <laughs> bitty. <laughs> No. Yeah, <laughs> we're laughing with you. Mm. <laughs> what was that? Some John Cleese? No, no. What was the program? Some mothers do Evan. Was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of those old, some of those old um, English programs used to be really hilarious, like a week of it, and um, oh, Black Hatter and Drop the Dead Donkey. You know, <laughs> yeah. They're just amazing, um, and I always remember. One in one of the John Cleese um, clips where he said that it was set in an RAF base, and obviously during World War Two, and he was giving a briefing for a flying mission over uh, over Europe, and uh, he said, and so Cleese says, "Oh, I'm sorry, chaps, um, haven't got very up to date maps, so you'll have to make do with what we've got. So when you fly over Europe." Turn left and Gaul and carry on. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, cut the map out of the back of an Asterix book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the one where the guy used to strip his clothes off and then go jump in the ocean at the start of every program? Oh, and it was really, oh, Reginald Pattern. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. get where I am today, you know, yeah. by... <laughs> <laughs> the rise of Reginald Perrin, wasn't it? The yeah. 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 of Reginald Perrin. Yeah. And Life is a Butterfly? Was it called Butterfly? And they yeah, had Butterflies a, was good. A, a mini with a, uh, a flag on it. Mm. <laughs> if you remember. Yeah. But if I, if I, we bought all those programs closer to today. What, what television thing's quite funny now? We've got reality TV mm. that is just, you, I still sit there and watch that and think, are these people acting or is this their real life? Do they think this is real? I think it's the just, thing with reality TV is it's just... Not real. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fascinating, you know, being a fly on the wall in someone else's life, even if it's dribble, you know. Do you think? I, I, just watch it. Find it so, I do. I find it fascinating. I find it cringy. Oh, oh do you? Yeah. yeah do. I, I find things like the Kardashians cringy, but oh, yeah. but other ones are quite funny. Yeah. Never I, watch them. I, yeah, I, the re, sort of reality I, I go for is things like MasterChef, which I quite enjoy. Oh, yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah, MasterChef's nice, yeah. So we, we were going to do a reality uh, TV show with Elite Six. Uh, how do you think we'd get on? <laughs> Watch them run for the hills, Danny. Yeah, I reckon. That'd be shocking, wouldn't it? it? It probably wouldn't get past the pilot episode. 
Yeah. Probably couldn't even find a pilot, Mark. Yeah. yeah. Marry a millionaire would have to be marry a, a marry a, a, a poor self-employed person. Pull another one down for oh. solutions. Um, oh. Another solution would be because Danny and I used to get a lot of grumpy emails we decided to do some funny responses back and they weren't rude funny. They were Is like, in, no, they were quite entertaining funny. <laughs> mm. And Danny would do ones like, I'm sorry, but I think your parcel's taken holiday in the Bahamas and um, hopefully it'll be here soon, but it's with its mates. <laughs> And it's having a bit of fun, you know, that sort of thing. So yeah. I think a good solution is to send funny, comical emails if you can, just to lighten the load. Mm. I have yeah. actually turned some of the grumpiest people around, ironically. Yeah. And it's funny, I said, well, we had a suspicion that your goods may have gone missing. So we've actually put a secret camera in with it this time. And I've just turned it on. And all the other parcels are having a party. They're having a good time. And they're on the plane. So I'm having words with them. And hopefully they won't have a hangover tomorrow. And that's, um, yeah. the people just over, they over hate it or they love it. Yeah. So yeah. the recipient might not find it as funny as you do. <laughs> no, some of them do. Some of them send a funny email back, but and then some of them are like, "Oh, you're so unprofessional." Mm. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But now we, uh, funny enough, I had a couple this week actually did receive their goods, even though it took ages, and I had already refunded them, and they offered to pay. So oh, that's, that's good. That's positive. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, even though you, it's, it is actually, I use the humour to build the relationship with them mm -hmm. because what they don't like about our company at the moment is the automation. So imagine when you ring up uh, like NZ Post or some other organisation like the IRD and you get the automated system or the bank and it's never real. And as soon as they get to speak to a real person, then they feel like they're getting that attention they think they deserve. Yeah. I think that's... It's a difference with a lot of emails and texting that we do. They just obviously don't think we're human or something. Oh. Mm. All right, guys. Well, we can talk about takeaways because we don't have to stretch this out for an hour. I've been listening to a book about meetings at the moment. And uh, the mission of the meeting was to come up with some ideas on bringing fun into your business. So any takeaways that you thought that you've got from the meeting, something you might think I might try something different? Yeah. Don't talk about work and work parties. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, because people do. Yeah. And especially yeah, yeah. if you've got people at your work party that don't work with you and then you're all yeah. talking work and they're like so bored. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Don't and talk sometimes about what colleagues get up to at work parties. Yeah. It doesn't end well. <laughs> no. Helen's <laughs> working at a party this weekend, ironically. Yeah, which would be quite interesting because she'll be working trying to catch her photos, and then the people there will be drinking and having a happy fortieth. Oh, yeah. Might have to go along and blend in, help you, her you out. Can, you can be my light person. Oh um, yeah. He can yeah. be my lighting man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Takeaway for me is that humour can grease the wheels of business. Yeah. Hmm. And what can bad humour do? Utterly destroy. <laughs> destroy any relationship that's left. Hmm. Inappropriate humour can destroy yeah. relationships. Yeah. And, and sometimes the tragedy is that there are some people out there who just do not have one funny bone in their whole body oh. and they try to do that and it just doesn't, it goes down like a lead balloon. Yeah. yeah. You're quite a funny guy, Mark. So, I mean, how long have, have you always used your humour? Like, you, when you're looking yeah. at your staff? Yeah. Well, I guess, I, I, yeah, well, my old man, he was a ball of laughs. But, but even when I first started off as a, a teacher, that was one of my main um, teaching tools in the classroom with kids, was mm. just to um, jiggle them along in bits and pieces. And, um, yeah, but I like to, to react on the situation. So rather than trotting out a joke, um, sometimes I find that's a bit... Um, I, I just like to pick up the humour of the things that are happening and, and turn that into something. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I didn't actually meet my real father properly until I was 23 and he lived in the North Island and owned a pub. So I thought that's a good excuse to go meet him. When I met him, would you believe he had the same type of humour as me? And I thought, oh my God, I was doomed before I even started. 
<laughs> so you mustn't hear it, some of you humor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Hey, Mark, just talking education, um, one of the things that I still stuck in my mind now after all these years is the maths teacher who, when we were, we were explaining to him our solutions, used to, pour, when we'd finished, he would pause and then he'd say, no again, kid, I don't get your drift. <laughs> <laughs> Never forgotten. <laughs> hmm. What other takeaways? All right. Did we, okay. What about next week's topic? I'm rushing you guys along, aren't we? Hmm. We were meant to figure out how to set up a poll because Lachlan gave us the topic, which isn't here today either, by the way. Just saying, Lachlan, if you listen to this afterwards, <laughs> give us the theme. If you give us the theme, you've got to be here to uh, <laughs> pad it out. Not, maybe he's watching on the Facebook oh, Live and he's having yeah. a wee chuckle to himself. Uh, all righty. Think mm. what is next week? Who needs a holiday? Yeah. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. I'm, I'm going to Queenstown all next week. Look, I'm harmless. And I, I'm in Wanaka the week after next. Oh. Yeah. We oh, were well. going to go to the coast this weekend. Yeah. My, my only problem with going to Queenstown next week is, is I think it's going to be full of Aucklanders. And there's two no, and none of them will have current passports for the South <laughs> Island. Oh. <laughs> That's so funny. Two Aucklanders in the window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, are we not coming down to South Island? Yeah. Don't have to worry. We're not going to give you COVID. Have you heard COVID all the remarks on the news by everybody? We were like, whoa, okay. Almost sounds like South Africa. A few years ago, you took all our electricity, you see, and we've never forgiven you for that. Ah, okay. <laughs> when Auckland <laughs> ran out of power. <laughs> oh, <that's good> day. <laughs> <Not getting ready. laughs> yeah. Very me. A lot of laughter going on here. I'll have to edit that out. <laughs> 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 Might have come up with a lot of solutions, but we've had a bit of fun along the way. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So, does anyone have any good successes this week? That's a different, slightly different topic. Anything that's been good? Finishing projects, finally. Yeah. That's good. And I, oh, yeah, and I got paid. Payment is good. Are you picking up clients, um, Mark? Because I know that things have been a bit different for you lately. Oh yes, last last two months, um, high levels of activity. Really, it's just sort of quietening off a little bit now until I source some more. But um, no, uh, the first the first six or eight weeks of um, COVID were not great, mm -hmm. um, but now we're uh, no. yeah. People still need it. It must be like a utility insurance in a way. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, And I sold yeah. another book last week. Oh, good. Well done. Here to deliver. Yep. Mm. Yeah. I caught up with a whole lot of emails, which I was really wrapped about. We, uh, if you, what, we obviously do a lot on AliExpress, but AliExpress have got this cunning system that we are sort of trying to keep up with. But if you haven't received a product within a month, you have a, a better window of a month to put a complaint in to get a refund. Uh, if you miss that window, you can't ever put a complaint in and you lose your money and the goods. <laughs> so oh, Alan had 1,500 of these that I had to go through and open them up at one at a time, check the date and try to put a complaint in. And it was kind of at one point, I think about one in every 15. But I've been trying to work through this list for the last six weeks. So I, I managed to finish the list this week. So now oh. I have no more complaints because it doesn't matter what you do because Helen will get a customer who waits three months to say, we haven't had our parcel yet. And then you go and go, oh, we'll do a chase on it. Oh, it's still in transit and we can't get the money back and we lose everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so wow. that was quite a good to get up to date, get on the pulse with that. But that was all from probably five months ago mm -hmm. stuff, wasn't it? Wow. They haven't they increased the time to three months now with they COVID. Have. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Oh, Ali has. Yeah, you yep. know how it used to be a, a 60 day sort of money back guarantee type thing? Well, now right. it's 90 days. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. 
But um, literally, that just by mm-hmm. asking for those refunds, it's actually a business in itself. I probably made it is, yeah. five or six hundred dollars out of doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cool. it's another job that you can do, yeah. but it's just crazy. Yeah. So, Jolene and Steph, have you got some new projects coming up after you finish your other ones? Um, yeah, we were busy with about eight, but <laughs> no, September has gone a little quiet, so it's giving us time to focus on our own thing. Um, oh, good. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, we needed that little gap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And have you got kids, you guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got three. Yeah, three daughters. Girls, yeah, uh-huh. four small. Okay. Three daughters. They're back at school now, aren't yeah. they? Ten, nine, and four. Yeah. Oh. And we've got a little puppy as well. Oh, okay. Little kid as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting up a pet website soon, so um, we'll be we'll be in touch, my friend. <laughs> pet products. That'd be great. All right, guys. So, what topic could we pick for next week? That'd be lovely to have something to come back with. It's worth sitting here for 45 minutes or an hour discussing. Mark's about to get another kiss. Very hot. Very hot. Really? She's very fast. Just a flyby. <laughs> Don't leave him home alone. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone watch The Chase? Yeah, occasionally. Yeah, Yeah, quite enjoyed it, actually. Sort of our five o'clock thing. We miss it, we make it our six o'clock thing. (laughs) Yeah, we become (laughs) chasers. That is how I got my education, my friends. (laughs) Yeah, doing The Chase. I know things you even think you need to know. (laughs) It's funny, we go to this, we've started to go to a Monday night quiz and we used to go to the the pub just to wait for my son when he was at his um, activity. So we'd sit there and we'd chat and we'd do work on our iPads. And then we thought, oh, we should join in with the quiz. Because we'd sit there and we'd go, oh, I know the answer to that. Oh, I know that one. I know that. And we'd sit there like we knew it all. And then we turn up and we go to the quiz. And the first week, we had these other two women that joined us. And they were so knowledgeable. And we came third out of five. And then... Last week, we there were three of us, and we, we did it, and we, we came fourth out of four, and really fourth. We were so far behind everyone. So it looks real easy, and you think you know all the answers, but it's so much harder than what you think. Yeah. There we go. Wow. Topic for next week, general knowledge. Yeah. Hey, what about yeah. general knowledge and business tips? Yeah. Uh, and business tips? Yeah. 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 We might all have some good nuggets. Yeah, that's Why quite cool. I, yeah. All right, guys. Well, I won't make you hang around any longer. You did. We're a bit light on numbers today. So if you are watching this on our podcast, please do um, be in here next week and we'll discuss the topic of general knowledge and business tips, which will be, uh, I'll try to come up with some questions and some facts, fun facts that will make it more interesting and we can ask people and just see how good we all are. Anyway, thank you for your attendance, and I shall stop the live broadcast now. And um, more information on elite6.co.nz. Thanks. Thanks, team.